Welcome to Everything Retirement Planning. This is Daryl, and this is episode number 18. Do you have a healthy retirement plan? Hey, before we begin, discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member, FINRA, SIPC, advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor, Jermosco Financial Advisory, and Cambridge are not affiliated, and Cambridge does not offer tax or legal advice. Yes, episode 18, and yes, it is Christmas. Don't worry. Obviously, you're listening to this. And first of all, if you are listening to this and it is Christmas, kudos to you. Wow, I'm, I am like beyond honored that you're uh, checking it out on, on your Christmas day. Um, but obviously, this isn't live. I recorded this a little in advance, and it just happened to fall on Christmas day, which uh, obviously I upload on Monday. So it is what it is. And uh, next episode, you bet, I'll be saying Happy New Year's. So uh, anyways, Merry Christmas to you. I hope the holidays are full of fun and family and connecting and laughter and safety and preparing yourself for the new year. Um, and that's just a coach deep inside of me um, looking forward as we're wrapping up this year. Um so, and, and hopefully you've been able to give a few gifts and uh, maybe get a few gifts. Uh, but today, yeah, in this particular episode, healthy retirement plan. So think about that. A way to go, hey, you know, well, if I were to, if I were to uh, score myself on my retirement plan, uh, how would you go about doing that? How do you know? Uh, well, first of all, one great way would be to work with a financial advisor who's competent, who understands what goes into a retirement plan, who can play the different proposals, different scenarios, and, and communicate and educate. That's one one great way, obviously. Uh, but other ways, too, just uh, as if you weren't or you just want to have other aspects or other views of a healthy retirement plan. Well, one way is to measure the health with KPI. So what is a KPI? This is definitely a term. Uh, well, I'm, I'm very familiar with the business world. I, maybe KPIs are also used in different um, industries. But a KPI stands for a key performance indicator. And this is data that you can review to know how well your retirement plan is doing. Okay. So one way, one KPI is passive income. Okay, passive income, which is actual income that's being generated from the investment alone. That's, it doesn't mean you're taking part of the investment. So if you have a a um, a million dollar retirement account, and the dividends and the interest equates to thirty eight thousand dollars a year, that thirty eight thousand is passive. It's being produced by that million dollars. Now, passive wouldn't be where well, then you take out too much and you're taking part of the principal and you're calling it all passive. Part of it would be passive. The other part would be principal, which would be lowering your the the asset that's producing the income, right? The dividends and the interest. So a good metric is 
once again, depends. If you have 20 years to go or five years to go or you're three or five years into retirement, regardless of where you are, you can look at projections, cash flows. Some of it's going to be hypothetical because we don't know the future. <laughs> we don't. So we get, I mean, we have a ways to mitigate that, the uncertainties and the, and, the, and the stress and the risks, at least I would with you. But anyways, we, you could take a look at it and go, am I, in, am I taking part of my principal? Am I able to just really live off my passive income? And I know it depends on your goals and objectives, and it's not a bad thing to take part of principal. I mean, maybe you don't want to have anything left when you're all, when your time is done, right? You're not leaving anything behind. So yeah, then it's okay to, you know, with the right plan, spend some principal. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a KPI. We're talking about passive income, which is data that you can look at and go, hey, Am I just spending my interest, my dividends from my retirement asset? Okay, that's one. Another one, uh, another KPI is your effective tax rate. All right, now the effective tax rate calculated by a single rate, all right, by a single rate, it's, it's calculated by the total tax paid versus the gross income, okay? So there's there's the marginal, and then there's the effective. What we're talking about is we're more interested in the effective. What we want to know is what your total taxes paid based off your gross income, right? That's going to give us an overall better understanding of the impact that taxes have on your retirement income. So ultimately, some years, depending on the year, depending on how much money you pull out of your retirement, you could see your effective tax rate go up. Why? Because it's more income. More income equals more tax. So something you might want to pay, pay attention to. Maybe it's like, well, I, I really need to, you know, pay attention and have a, have a, um, have a benchmarked or a bogey of what or a goal of what you want your effective tax rate to be, which is be directly related to your strategies of how you're pulling money out, um, along with obviously the overall income as well. That's taxable. All right, so something to pay attention to, definitely. Because the lower means you're keeping more money in your pocket, right? So you want to maybe have that conversation now as you're wherever, how many years or wherever you are in your whole planning and what, what life stage you're in. So then you can set yourself up thinking, hey, you know, I, if I can have money come out tax-free, wow, that means, you know, it's not going to, uh, it's tax-free. It means my effective tax rate on tax-free is zero. All right. Now that might not be completely I, you know, realistic for all assets, but you know, once again, start looking and learning and talking to a planner and figuring that stuff out. Okay, another KPI is your cash flow ratio. All right. And so knowing your ratio, such as your income, so say your your um, bank payments or tax payments or savings or insurance, right? So you want to know like these different ratios, uh, not necessarily all of them, but you know, there's multiple cash flow ratios. Uh, but some ratios, you know, they, they may want, you may want to see them drop, right? For example, your income to expenses, you like to see that drop because you want to see your expenses potentially drop as you're having a budget or making decisions. Once again, it's something you just need to pay attention to. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, you're, you know we're not doing the cash flow ratio to then qualify for loans by any means. I, I mean, I don't know what the situation is, but hopefully, as we're going in retirement, we're not borrowing more money. All right. So, but there's other expense ratios that we want to see increase, like obviously income to savings. Right. We want to see that go up. We want to see more savings. So it depends on where you are 
All right, if you're in your 50s and you're looking at maybe 10, 15 years or more of, of working, then yeah, that ratio, your, your, you know, your debt to income, your savings to income, there's, there's ratios you want to be paying attention to. And, um, you know, you want to be benchmarking those, paying attention, and some of them you want to see go down and some you want to be going up, right? Once again, this is all about having a healthy retirement plan. So this is, might be a little too detailed, something you might not do on your own. Uh, but if you're working with, with a financial advisor, you can ask these questions. Hey, should we have certain ratios that we're paying attention to and our you know, effective tax rate? Um, you know, so those are those are those are good things uh, to to think about, and it's to keep you more aware of once again your overall you know uh, plan and, and, and the health of it. All right, uh, here's another. One. This one's a, a little different. Um, I'm a little little neutral on it. It's it's referred to as bank capacity, and that's having access to cash outside the use of banks. All right, so or I guess even outside the use of your own retirement assets. Um, there are certain products out there where you can pull money from, for example, like a, a life insurance contract, okay? Now, I, I'm just speaking very general right now. I'm not recommending this. I'm not recommending anything, obviously. Uh, but, you know, if you if you had a, a permanent insurance policy that you're putting premium into, you know, granted, a part of that premium is paying the mortality and expense ratios and, you know, insurance practicing be a little bit more expensive. And then if you have any left over, it can start building cash value and you can invest that either in some sort of an interest rate bearing accounts, depends on the product you have, or it can even be variable, kind of like more related to the stock market. Uh, that's what they mean by bank capacity is you can kind of go to certain things to play bank for you. So, uh, that just once again, so many scenarios, hard to say, you know, you, you might want to utilize that um, depending on your situation, depending on your goals, uh, depending on where you're at, depending on, you know, uh, the whole play of life insurance and your own overall financial state planning. So, um, but it, it's, it's not that, that one I wouldn't weigh as, as heavy as some of these others. Um, I'd actually probably put that one in a parking lot. Wouldn't be too concerned about that one. Uh, and then another, um, KPI, another way of looking at your health of your plan would be your asset allocation. You know how, and I talked about this in the previous one of my previous episodes, so check it out. But I'm just talking about correlation and diversification. Um, you know, there's stack bonds, there's 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 real estate, there's there are different assets. Uh, obviously, um, I'm not going to go down the whole list of different ones, but just you know, when we're regardless of where you are, I manage based off your your risk. Uh, tolerance, your risk number, and I align that with your portfolio being uh, a match, right? So uh, I can, you know, through my, my my process, we can quantify a number based off your responses off my this questionnaire, and it would say, hey, you know, your your number from one to ninety nine, you're sixty four, you know, so sixty four uh, definitely doesn't mean equity and 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 bond and cash portfolio. And that's you know how we invest those assets. But the point is, we want to make sure that your portfolio, my process, is in alignment with your own personal risk number. It's really, really important. That's going to keep you in the markets. That's going to keep you uh, understanding how this is the strategy is today and what it means to you going forward. Very, very critical. Uh, but that's it's that's a health you know a health factor in regards to your retirement plan is. How are you, basically, how are you investing? What's your asset allocation look like? And that's not a, 
uh, what's, what's the expression? Just, you know, um, set it and forget it. No, 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 no. You know, you need to be working on this and reviewing it. And ha- it's a con- as I would tell my clients, it's a continuous conversation. All right. We'll, we'll, I have a process that we'll, we'll do annually. And the, and the conversation is always moving forward because here's the deal. Things are always changing. The markets are changing. We're changing. The world's changing. It's, it's always changing. So a good, solid retirement plan or a plan in general, and I'll add this as a KPI for you. One of, one of mine here is you need to have a plan, right? And you have to be able to monitor and adjust and have that, have that uh, communication and someone you can, you can go to and have that, that, that conversation ongoing because of everything I just said, because of the world changing, the markets are changing, you're changing, there's change and changes inevitable. It's always happening. All right. So with that being said, I appreciate you being here. Uh, hey, in my show notes, I talked about that risk number. What is your risk number? Well, hey, you have an opportunity to check it out. So go to my show notes. There's a link in there. Jump in that questionnaire, take you five minutes, and you'll know, as I will talk about in the future, episodes. I'll bring up risk number a lot because that's part of my process. You'll be able to say, ah, I'm a 57 and you'll know what that is for you. All right. So with that, check that out. Go to your sh- my show notes in this episode and click on the link and, and get in that questionnaire. And with that, have a Merry Christmas. I look forward to talking to you in the uh, next episode, which will be January 1 of 2024. Here we go. New year. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being here.